Hey guys, when we started this project, we were not sure how hard it would be to edit, record everything, and then eventually distribute. But then luckily, someone told us about Anchor. Let me explain. First of all, it's free. Secondly, they have creation tools that will allow you to record and edit directly from your phone or your computer. They distribute your podcast for you. And the best thing is you can even make money from your podcast with no minimum listenership. So download the free Anchor app or go to anchor.fm to get started. We're in the state of confusion. Questions on your mind. Send in Letitia and Brandy. Gonna help you unwind. We're hanging out together, even though we're long. We'll pass it on over. Sorry, we're stoned. Dad says after our song plays, we need to have fake hand claps and the audience going, I don't know about that. It's kind of cute. Is it or is it cheesy? That's the point. It's cheesy. Oh, interesting. (laughs) Very, very interesting. I love cheese the food, but when it comes to other kinds of cheese, I'm not the biggest fan. Gotcha. (laughs) (laughs) I stopped at Sonic today to get those cheese sticks we talked about last week. You did? Well, they were bomb as hell. I cannot believe it has already been a week since our last podcast. Are you loving it that much? The time's just flying on by? Yes. I actually look forward to it every week now. I can't wait. That is so great. Look at you. You packed your little mic for your trip and everything. I'm so impressed. Okay. So yes, I am on a little vacay in a place called Lake Arrowhead in California with my best girlfriend, Juliana, Mm -hmm. and we are having the best time. What are you guys doing? You know what's so great is actually nothing, and that's what I love. Like, I feel like it's so great when you travel with someone that there's really not a lot of pressure to, like, entertain them or have to do things. We've been here for two days, and we've done nothing. We cooked. I've cooked breakfast, and she's cooked dinner. Like, I always talk about wanting to live on a commune with all women. This just made me realize that is absolutely what I should do. It's your dream? It's my dream because I cooked breakfast and cleaned up while she was working. And then I started working and she would make me lunch. Like it was, it's just so easy. And then we just decided we both had two hours before I had to do the podcast. So we ran out to a little shop here in Lake Arrowhead and did a little home decor shopping, which was so fun. It was the cutest little place. It's a very small business here in Arrowhead and it was so cute. And so we just, we did that for a little bit and came back, ate some pizza Mm. And now here I am with you. So you're going to get out on the lake, do some water sports, maybe some water skiing tomorrow. Are you going to water ski? Absolutely not. But I am going to go on a boat. A video of you water skiing would go so viral. I have never water skied in my life. Jealous. It's going to be fun. So yeah, Keith Keith got a new boat. How exciting. Yes. And so we're going to go out and do that tomorrow. I'm excited. Wow. Make sure you take some content. I haven't seen you post anything. I'll do that tomorrow. Except <laughs> not me in a bathing suit. Oh, come on, Tizzle. Like, literally terrifying. You know what's funny about cellulite? <laughs> when you lay down, uh-huh. it really doesn't show. No. It's when you stand up that it shows. Very true. I don't know what it is, but when you're laying down, you just look smoking hot and then you stand up and it's like, whoa. Okay. But what about the photo that you and me and young Nikki Champagne Noah Cyrus took in Greece, standing up on the boat? You looked fire. 
Yeah, because I was flanked on both sides by you guys. Were you? I did a little, I did a little cover-up action on the sides. You looked great, and Noah and I looked great, but you even looked greater somehow. I don't know about that. I, uh, next to you, you still got all the attention. Woohoo! <laughs> well, you know, but it's not real. Whatever you saw that looked good, not real. One thirst trap tomorrow, just one. <clears throat> huh? Do you know what a thirst trap is? No. Dang it. Okay, hold on. Who can we call? We just phone a friend real quick. Oh. Because her episode of The Bachelor is about to air. Who? Olivia? Yeah, they're re-airing her season. So I just saw Olivia Cardi, who's we're talking about, um, post on Instagram mm-hmm. and saw that she was probably, when she found out, not thrilled that this was coming back on. Well, originally she wasn't thrilled. I just saw her post. So is she now okay with that? Yeah. So they, obviously they pre-record and they're interviewing people from these past seasons and airing like an interview with them, like a, where are they now? Kind of thing. And she was really nervous about it because they obviously, you know, called me either you get a good edit or you get a bad edit on that show. Olivia got a horrible edit. And so she was worried that she would go do this interview and then get another horrible edit. And she, cause they can really just twist your words to really say anything. And she was worried about it, but she said the interview went great and she couldn't be happier about the way it went. And she's actually really excited about it. That makes me so happy. I mean, I'm sure she's not excited about like watching the clips of her season then, because it does make her look bad, but I think she's excited about the interview airing. I mean, because like you grow up a lot and just change a lot from the time that she was on that until now. You know what I mean? She seems so different. Yeah. Back to thirst traps. A thirst trap is a posting on social media that is intended to attract attention, oftentimes with a sexual connotation. Thirst refers desperate for a certain thing originating around the early 2010s. (laughs) So basically every single picture that people post is a thirst trap. Pretty much. Isn't that the whole point? Noah posted the photo of the bug bite on her ass. That was (laughs) undercover thirst trap. But I'm like, if you're posting on Instagram, isn't that what you're wanting is attention? Yeah. Any swimsuit pic at this point is a thirst trap. It's insane. A picture that you know is going to get whoever's attention that you're after. Mm Mm-hmm. Case my Reinhardt doesn't have Instagram, but he has Facebook that he never looks at. But I made him follow me on Facebook because my story <laughs> Facebook so he could watch that. So a thirst trap is when I post a sexy swimsuit photo that I know he's gonna see and I know it's gonna get his attention. Ah, okay, okay, I get it. Yeah, Olivia has finally. Hello. The fuck is going on right now? <laughs> Hi. I just read your Insta post. It was so sweet. Thanks, Tish. Love you. Um, I called you because being the queen of thirst traps like you are, I needed you to define what a thirst trap is for Tizzle here. So a thirst trap is like a photo either scantily clad or in a bikini that's just casual enough to show your abs and your ass that you weren't like really trying to get attention, but you're you're posting it so that your (laughs) ex-boyfriend... Or like your ex-friend is just kind of like, oh, wow, she looks good. Would yes. you agree? Yeah. What was the Urban Dictionary? It was so lame. It was like a photo with a sexual connotation. I was like, that's not good enough. Olivia will give us a better answer. <laughs> that's so true. You slayed it. Okay, I'm, I'm also going to watch it as soon as I'm done. Love you. Love you so much. Goodbye. <laughs> She's insane. <laughs> Way better than the Urban Dictionary. So you should post a thirst trap tomorrow. Yeah. Oh, so you know what? This is why I'm not that person and don't post because of that. Because Molly took a pretty amazing swimsuit pic of me in Almond Gary. Oh, I remember that. In Utah. 
and it is really cute. I'm sure she did a little smoothing, but you all begged me to pose that, like begged. And I, I never posted it. Bring that baby back. Should I do that tomorrow? Yeah. And this was only a few months. Well, no, not a few months. Like a year ago. A year ago. Yeah. You were working. I was working it. Not really, but it, 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 it looks like it in this picture. So psychotic. So why did the bachelor decide to do this whole thing with the 20th whatever season? Because they, because of the Rona, they haven't been able to film their new season uh-huh. and so- and Bachelor in Paradise also filming was paused on that. So they don't have anything new to put out. And I think they're just desperate for content. So they've started doing like, they call them like the greatest of all time seasons and they re-aired them. And they did Caitlyn's last week. And that's when they announced that she was going on Dancing with the Stars. Congrats, Caitlyn. And then they're doing Ben's this week. So Olivia's getting pulled in. And then next week they're doing JoJo season. And Wells is getting interviewed for that one next week. So we got to watch that one. And yeah, they're just doing this, I think, for the next few weeks. So basically you get pulled back in no matter what. Yeah, you really do. Because even if she didn't go on to get interviewed, they were going to be talking about that. Yeah, but I'm going to go watch it. We should have Olivia and her mom on. Have to. Oh my gosh. It would be so good. Her and her mom are living together now, right? Yeah. I feel like they're besties like us. Mm. Oh. So. What does that mean? Eh. Uh, I'll let you stoners in on a little secret. I'm currently having my basement renovated so my mother can live downstairs when she's in Tennessee. I don't know how good of an idea this is. (laughs) It's going to be so fun. God, if I didn't know how much you like really didn't like it here so that you won't actually be here very often, but I can just picture it now. I was talking to somebody about it and they were like, how exciting. Your mom's going to live right downstairs. And I was like, yeah, how exciting. She's going to knock on my door, like start banging on the door up for, to get upstairs at 10 PM because she's stoned as hell and I'm exhausted and she can't go to sleep. Yep. It's so fun when I torture Brandy at night. I mean, like it is, she gets so mad at me. It is so good. It's insane. So it is insane. I'm going to post a, uh, one of these videos on my Instagram of the time we're in a hotel room and Brandy was exercising. I, I still have that somewhere. She was so mad. Days when I used to exercise. What a throwback. Uh, me too. Actually, never. <laughs> <laughs> no. That's not true. You used to work out. Way- when? What was that guy's name that used to come to the house at Thompson Station and begin train you? That's the only time. Keenan. Keenan. Mm-hmm. That's right. I did that for like maybe three months. Huh. And then I did Pilates when we lived in Canada for about maybe six months. Into the mic. <laughs> six months of Pilates in Toronto. <laughs> so this is one of my favorites. It's the Integra Boost, um, which helps keep your weed fresher. It sure does. Integra specially brings you plant-based solutions for top-tier cannabis storage and packaging. And my favorite part is, is that with the terpenes, that you can kind of mix and match and make them different flavors and just kind of specialize your weed. Totally. Plus, they are precision-crafted plant-based packs that are entirely food-safe, so they can be used with any of your cannabis products. Integra offers an array of sizes and relative humidity levels for storing flour, pre-rolls, gummies, blunt wraps, and so much more. For more information, check them out at www.integraboost.com or at Integra Herbal on Instagram. Use code SWS at checkout for 15% off of your next online purchase at www.integraboost.com. 
All right, guys, we want to give a quick shout out to one of our favorite sponsors, Nutrafol. I take my Nutrafol. Do you take your Nutrafol? I take my Nutrafol all the time. I do too. I'll have the one for 50 and over. I was going to say, there's a <laughs> few different formulas. Uh, there is one for women that are postmenopausal, yes, which is. would be my mother. <laughs> um, and if you're confused about like which formula of Nutrafol is right for you, you can go on their website and they do have a quick hair quiz that you can take. You just answer a few questions and then they will tell you which formula is right for you. If you aren't familiar, Nutrafol is the number one dermatologist recommended hair growth supplement with over 1 million people seeing thicker, stronger, faster growing hair with less shedding. I've taken it for years. I can tell a huge difference. I can too. I have such like baby fine hair and not very much of it, but I, my hair does not shed. Like it really doesn't. And some of my my girlfriends, like when they come on trips with me and stuff, their hair will be everywhere, like all over the sink and in the shower. I just do not lose hair like that. And I feel like you used to and don't anymore. I did. <laughs> Honestly, maybe, but I definitely do not anymore. Like, I barely even lose hair in my brush when I brush well, it out. This is amazing. I'm so tell the stoners how we get it. Also, Nutrafol has a subscription that you can do so that it shows up on your doorstep. I do a subscription. Okay, so clutch. That way you never run out. All right, you guys, if you want to take the first step to visibly thicker, healthier hair for a limited time, Nutrafol is offering our listeners. $10 off your first month's subscription and free shipping when you go to Nutrafol.com and enter the promo code STONED. Find out why over 4,500 healthcare professionals and hairstylists recommend Nutrafol for healthier hair. Nutrafol.com spelled N-U-T-R-A-F-O-L dot com promo code STONED. That's Nutrafol.com promo code STONED. Okay, we have got to focus. You just seem calm. I'm exhausted from busy day. Can I tell you, Uh I got my car detailed today for the first time since I got it. I got it a year ago. That's bad. Tizzle. I muted myself for just one sec. I muted myself for just one sec. Uh, I've had a big day. I got the car cleaned, cleaned all the animals. I'm in between horse shows, you know, so I'm trying to get geared back into that. I got things to do. I can't believe you're going to do a horse show. I did one last week. How'd that go? It was great. It was Stargirl's first show in the United States. Very exciting things. And Star, so my horse Star, I got her, I really didn't get her until what, like March 1st she got here? Mm-hmm. And she's very green, which means very inexperienced. She's young. And when I first got her, I literally, I couldn't even canter her around the ring. She was so hype. And we, she has just made some extremely great progress lately. And I went to the horse show and on Tuesday I was like, I don't, I don't know if I can go into a class. Like, I don't think I can make it around a whole course. Like she's, it's that intense. And she sure did. She went in there and she <laughs> around the power and speed and we did the whole course and we did have a rail, but it was kind of my fault because I turned in the air, but she did great. Well, Brian, so that she- makes me so happy to go back next week. So what I will say, one thing I love about Brandy is a lot of these people that show horses pay a whole bunch of money, like a whole bunch of money for horses that are already trained. And you basically, you get up there and you sit and the horse does its thing. And then you take all the credit. And for Brandy, she was never that person. She never ever wanted to be that. She always got the horse that was completely green, which like she said, had no real experience, train it herself, work her butt off to do that. And then have a horse that's really amazing that she actually trained from a baby. And that is so hard to do. And I think for you, it was just never about the first place ribbon. It was like making challenges for yourself and the horse and 
I don't know. It was just such, such a different sport for you. I still want the first place ribbon, but I think it's more fulfilling to do the work and put the work in because then when you get the first place ribbon, it like just, it means so much more. Yes. But I do still want the ribbons. Coast Karazizis is the one. He was like, if it ain't blue, toss it in the trash. He actually did. And he always says, no, or somebody would be like, but I was second. He goes, yeah, first loser. But if it was not first place, that was like tough. Want that first place. But you know what? I just love that you went in and she did so good and you did it all. She's funny. Anyway. Oh, and because I do all my own care at the horse shows, like most people pay for a groom to like do all the things like clean the stalls, clean the horse, tack the horse up, bring it to the ring. Like I have to lunge star before I get on her. So like they would do that, but I do all that because it's expensive. And so the mornings, because I'm in like the lowest class, because she's so young, she does the lowest level jumpers. It's the first class of the day at 8 a.m., which means I have to be on at 7.45, which means I have to be walking my course at 7.30, which means my horse has to be tacked up and ready to go before that. But I have to feed all the horses here. I had to get up at 5 a.m. I've been- <sighs> at 5.15, got to the show at 6.15, lunch star, tacked her up, got her clean, went to the ring, walked my course, came back, and was on that horse at 7.45 and in the arena at 8.03. It was crazy. Did you do that all by yourself? Yeah, that's why I'm exhausted. <laughs> and we're doing it again next week. But the- I know, but you know what I love too, is that you truly like love it. Love it. But there's, there's like where I think, I think it was the second day I was like, why do I do this to myself? I was, so, I was like, why am I spending all this money to be here? But then at the end of the beginning to show on Friday after that class, I was like, sign me up for next week. I want to do it again. It's just so addicting. I just wonder how many of those girls though, because there are very, very few that feed their own horses, tack their own horses, bathe their own horses. No one does that. Very few. And so if they weren't able to do that, would they still ride and would they do all that work? To, I, I don't think so. Probably not. Probably a lot of them wouldn't. Yeah. With any sport, I feel like any sport's kind of an all or nothing thing. Yeah. Well, that aren't dedicated, then they don't, they don't go pro. They don't get to do it. True. Anyway, <laughs> I don't know. So, oh, and I'm going by a new alias. Oh no. <laughs> Bud. <laughs> it's on your glass. You can't give yourself a nickname. Juliana Terry. <laughs> So good. Worried for you guys. I, yeah, we're gonna call each other Bed. <laughs> I don't know about it, Mom. Does she have a Terry glass? She absolutely does. <laughs> oh <my God>. <laughs> <laughs> so good. Okay, let's get down to business. We need to focus. Gotta focus. You know what? Speaking of focus, you know what I didn't do last week? What? We haven't, we forgot to tell the stoners about our voicemail number. We did? Oh yeah, we did forget to do that. So if you stoners don't know yet, we have a segment called Dear MT where Tizzle, stoned as hell, answers your questions and gives you advice, which, you know, ask at your own risk, I suppose. So if you would like to do that, we have a voicemail number set up. Don't call an app and expect us to answer the phone. That's not the way it works. But you can call this number if you live in the United States. I don't think it quite works for international yet. And leave us a message and ask a question. Get your pen and paper, write it down. The number is 818-839-0534. One more time, 818-839-0534. Call us. Sorry, we're stoned. Leave us a message. Ask Tizzle a question. Do you know what? I couldn't stop thinking the whole time you were saying that. 
I'm surprised you don't make like a lot of money doing like voiceover work. I tried for a minute. You know, those commercials that go on forever and ever and ever. And it's like the voice of somebody famous. You have such a good like radio or TV voice. It's insane. Hmm. Truly. It is the perfect like radio voice. It's just not annoying at all. Just let them know. I'm, I'm going to. And you know what, honey? If they don't want you, then they are just cheating themselves. God, you now I know you're really high. I'm serious. Yeah, how did Noah get ponyo, ponyo, ponyo? She's a little fish. I don't even remember. <laughs> you don't? No, I'm trying to think. I think someone just reached out to me and asked me because they wanted her and Frankie Jonas to do it. That is so weird. And then Denise and I had a chat about it and then we signed them on. <laughs> Should we answer some voicemails? Sure. This is perfect. It was Father's Day this weekend, so I think it's very appropriate we talk about my father. Hey, Tish. This is Stephanie, uh, one of your biggest fans from Los Angeles, California. Uh, I wanted to ask you, how did you and Billy Ray Cyrus fall in love? I'm curious about that. Thank you. Stephanie, one of your biggest fans, Tiz. We've told the story about how you guys met, but now it's time for the story of when exactly you knew you fell in love with him. Honestly, I am so angry at him right now that that is just... (laughs) So overshadowed, I don't even know the answer, but okay, now I'm going to be honest. <laughs> I'm kind of Honestly, no, he's actually been really cute this week. He has? Yeah. So you all had fun for Father's Day? Distracting. Tell the story. Oh, honestly, it kind of was like love at first sight. I believe in that. I feel like there's like an initial like, yeah, love at first sight. But then I also feel like there's a moment when you know like, okay, this is the real deal. That's been a long time ago. <laughs> you know when I really knew I left him? When? On the very first date he asked me to go on was to a lake to build a fire and cook out. When he asked me, he didn't only invite me. He even invited like me, you, Mammy. It was just like the sweetest thing. He asked me to bring you a mammy. That's nice. That's not good enough for you. (laughs) Pretty nice. I don't know. That's pretty cute. But dad told me he loved his pottery. He said they had the best time. Did he like it better than the jacket Trace got him? He said he loved the jacket too, but he freaked on the pottery, but he loved the jacket. And then he said, once you and left, they all went and got into the RV, which we called the behemoth. I have no idea why, but they, he said him and the boys rode around and had such a good time. Well, great. I mean, the fact that Billy Ray Trace and Brazen were all out riding around in the Bohemoth is so weird. I escaped at just the right time. Seriously. Like, gotta go. Okay. This one's also in the love category. Hi, Brandine. Tish the Dish. It's Sarah. My question is actually for both of you. Brandy, I know you're in a long-distance international relationship, and so am I. My boyfriend lives in Bogota, Colombia, and I'm in Miami, Florida. And Tish the Dish, I'm sure you've gone long periods of time without seeing blood, a.k.a. Billy Ray. What are some tips and advice for not getting discouraged, depressed, etc., about not seeing your significant other for an extended period of time, especially in this climate with borders shut and feeling very hopeless about our future? All right. I love you too. The podcast is amazing. Bye. Okay. Love Sarah. Obviously she's a wife to her because she called me Brandi and you touched the dish and dad blood. That's so cool. I actually love that. Love it. It's so cute. Bud, bud. I don't know about that. Oh yeah. 
Dish the dish is where it's at. I love it. So Sarah, great question. Honestly, I'm not sure I have a very positive answer right now because I've been down, Ryan and I have been struggling, not like with the relationship. Like my friend Kirsten hangs out with me every weekend and she was like, would you ever break up with him? And I was like, never. But we were at a point where like the conversations are um, stale. Is that a good word? Yeah. Because it's been so long and we're just having the same conversation every day kind of. And I, I think it's hard because he is a complete like optimist and he's so positive that he just like in his mind, he just keeps telling himself like, it's going to be really soon that he can come over here. I think he keeps thinking like, Oh, this month or next month, like I'm going to be there. But for me, I'm the opposite. I'm a big realist and I Mm -hmm. have a more like, I hate to say negative outlook, just more realistic outlook. And I don't like to get my hopes up for something that might not happen. And we've already just been burned twice with his flights getting canceled that I'm just in a position where I don't really want to get my hopes up and think he's going to be here next month. And I'm just kind of preparing myself for it to be like December or January, you know? And so I think because of that and because of the way we're both feeling differently about it, it's created like bummer of a conversation lately. Sorry, that sucks. It does suck. So it sounds like our girl Sarah here is in the same boat. It sounds like her boyfriend's in Colombia and I don't I don't think I don't think South America is opening up either. So it's a tough tough position. I mean, I will say like thank God for FaceTime. Like what did we do before FaceTime? How did long distance relationships even survive before FaceTime? That's when it was terrible. And when your dad was on the road all the time and all you guys were super young, it was terrible. And then there's no way to talk like that. That's when it's really, I think, I think it would have to be easier now. But for all you older gals out there like me, I feel like now when these things happen, it's like, I'm going to Lake Arrowhead with my girlfriends and hang out. And so I think now where I would used to get more sad and just down that now I take it as a time to kind of do things for myself and do things I wouldn't do you know, when he's home and things like that. So let's turn, let's turn that frown. All right, you guys, we want to tell you about another one of our sponsors. It's Lumi Deodorant. I think we've talked about them before. I keep one of these sticks in my carry-on bag when I'm traveling. I don't like deodorant. It's just one of those things that I never think to pack. So I just make sure I always have it on me. If you guys aren't familiar, Lumi is a whole body deodorant that was created by an OBGYN who saw firsthand how normal BO was being misdiagnosed and mistreated. This deodorant is baking soda free and paraben free, plus it's pH balanced for safe use. I know for me, like I've heard so much bad stuff about deodorant and like what's in it isn't great for you that a lot of the traditional ones that you can buy at your local drugstore just aren't cutting it for me. So I really love Lumi. Plus, they come in a variety of fresh, bright scents like clean tangerine lavender sage which is my favorite and they also have toasted coconut and the great thing is is you can use lumi all over your entire body so when you travel it's so much easier just to have one product plus they also have deodorant wipes which are super clutch especially if you're on like the red eye or an overnight flight and they also have body wash which is really cute and it comes in a mini travel size as well Lumi offers a starter pack that's perfect for new customers and as a special offer for our listeners All new customers get 15% off Lumi products with our exclusive code. And if you combine the 15% off with the already discounted starter pack, that equals over 40% off their starter pack. 
Use code STONED for 15% off your first purchase of LumiDeodorant.com. That's code STONED at L-U-M-E-D-E-O-D-O-R-A-N-T dot com. All right, Stoners, we want to give a quick shout out to one of our podcast sponsors. Here she freaking goes. Mother, we need to tell the Stoners about mood. Oh, Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, is right. If you guys don't know, Mood is known for their federally legal THC. And now they're adding their most potent product yet to the lineup, which that's perfect for Tish. She loves the potency. Honestly, I love Mood. Yeah, Well, great. They're They're, like, uh, they are so good. They really do have something for every single Mood. And it actually works the way it says that it does. Oh, it does. Yes, it does. What's your favorite product, would you Uh, say? You know what? I love their pens. Mm, They're okay. really good. Okay, cool. Yeah, Mood offers uh, things like flour, gummies, vapes, and more. And they have this THCA product that converts into THC when you heat it and you get access to the classic marijuana high. Mood's latest and most potent breakthrough in the world of legal cannabis. All of their products are regularly tested in third-party labs and sourced from small family farms and pesticide-free, which is so important. They have different strains for specific moods, hence the name of the brand. So whether you want like a euphoric, energized feeling or you're feeling more creative and want to chill, they have something for everybody and plenty of versatile products that go with whatever mood you're going for. Try Moods new THCA flower today. For a limited time only, get 20% off your first order and a free THCA pre-roll. Just go to hellomood.com and use promo code SWS. That's hellomood.com code SWS for 20% off your order and a free THCA pre-roll. Cute. Honestly, I was so terrified of being alone for the longest time. Like, I hated being home alone. I hated everything about being alone. And then even with just the pandemic and when Billy Ray got caught over in Nashville and I was out here, I actually finally learned as uncomfortable it was for like the first month, a little bit scared that I'm by myself and oh my gosh, like I'm here alone. And it was hard. I think now that I have been forced to do it for this long period of time, I'm kind of loving the solitude and just loving that I can be alone and just with myself and not feel lonely, not even just alone, but not lonely. Like I really like it. And so I think that that's one thing that I say that sometimes we have to find a positive in everything that's happened lately. And I think for my positive is just like growing as a person in that way. Yeah. I mean, I agree with all that. Like usually I am the kind of person that I really value my alone time and I like being alone too. But I think it's just frustrating because I think Ryan and I thought um, like we've been apart so much since our entire relationship and we just were so pumped about actually like starting a life together and then it's just being put off again and it just it's just frustrating. So Sarah, I would say like my advice, like I guess if I can give you any, I think like what Ryan and I are trying to do is not put so much pressure on having to talk to each other eight times a day and, and taking the pressure away from having to tell him every single little thing I'm doing. And honestly, sometimes we go days where we actually just text And just like, you know, I'll get like a few texts from him throughout the day that he's thinking of me and stuff. And then I'll do the same. And then we save like having face like FaceTime conversations for the next day so that we maybe have more to talk about where there's not so much pressure of just having like the same conversation over and over. So maybe like, maybe you guys could do something like that. I also know I have a couple of other friends that are in international like long distance relationships right now. And a lot of them love doing 
dinner dates and stuff over Zoom and over Skype and and putting like effort in that way. I, I, it's not really like my cup of tea, but uh, my friend Rachel, she loves doing that with her boyfriend in Norway right now. And I think like if that's your thing, then that could be a cool way to bond during this time as well. I honestly can't believe how smart my kids are. <laughs> I'm not kidding. I'm just like, my kids are so cool. Uh, well, your other kid, Trace, was bragging on Instagram yesterday about how he dropped out of high school to follow in dad's footsteps. Insanity. He literally was like bragging about it. And you know, he only had one book to read. <laughs> Something stupid and insane. What she means is he literally had like one more thing, like one more assignment and he would have got like one more. And he just quit. Why would you do that? I don't know, but he's doing all right. We should have Trace on the podcast soon. Absolutely. You have a design tip this week? Like you just did some interior shopping. Did that like trigger a great idea for you to talk about this week? Actually, yes. Oh, so today I was at this little cute shop in Lake Arrowhead. I think it's called Janine's Home Design. It was really, really cute. And she owns it. And we went in and it was in this really cute black, all black cabin. Mm -hmm. And she had these cute little, like, I guess they're made out of tin, like a really heavy tin and they're white with a little black rim. And it's, it was, she had it just as a little console cart for a kitchen that you can put extra things on. And it was so cute, but it was missing a wheel because it had wheels. And so I got it because it was on sale for like $175 and I am going to use it as a plant stand. And so I think, uh, you know, a good design tip is also, you know, finding things like that, like that are supposed to have one use and turning it into something else is always really, really cool. I've even seen people uh, use old, super old suitcases to do like little arrangements and things in. Mm -hmm. So I think especially for plants, there's so many things that you can do. No, I agree with that. So I actually just saw, maybe we'll post this. If Tizzle will give me the password for the Instagram... We can post this on the Instagram. But I, so I saw one of my favorite candle companies is called DW Home Candles. Mm -hmm. I wish I had one of them because their jars are so cool. But anyway, their idea was to take, like once you've burned the candle all the way down to the bottom, you can scoop out whatever, like the wick and everything in there and then use this to put little succulents and stuff in. I do that all the time. I, you know what? I just said this to Molly the other day. It's scary that everybody is three years behind me on everything. <laughs> Dead serious enlighten us. I can't even tell it because it's like a top secret thing. Well, but all of a sudden someone calls and has this grand idea. And I'm like, oh, you mean that thing I pitched everybody three years ago and everybody thought it was a dumb idea? Oh, okay. <laughs> all the time. All the time. Well, guys, reuse your candle jars, put a succulent in there, use it for your makeup brushes. What a great idea to repurpose a and do you know what's the easiest way to get the candle out of the holder that you want to use the holder? Please share. You put it in the freezer. Really? So once it's in the freezer and you leave it overnight, then you take a butter knife and just stick it into the, the little bit of left wax and it'll come right out. What? I'm going to try that tonight. Yep. That is genius actually. That was the sizzle with tizzle <laughs> coming in hot. <laughs> Not the sizzle with tizzle. Mm -hmm. It was actually the sizzle with BC because I'm the one that brought it up. You that was just a modern technicality. Oh, tizzle. You can't do this on our road trip across America. <laughs> I think we should do it 
from the East Coast all the way to the West Coast. I think we might kill each other. Do you? Yeah. Nah. Mm-hmm. Possibly. <laughs> I don't think. I think it's fine. I don't know. Okay. So the design tip is take things that are, you know, meant to be used as one thing and do something totally different with it. Mm-hmm. Honestly, I do have to put up pictures of my tray, my little thing I got today. That's It's so cute because it's so farmhouse. It's just like a white tin with this little teeny black strap around it. And it's got a bottom shelf too. And it's just on black iron. It is the cutest thing. And I was thinking you could use it for so many things. And like I'm going to say, I was going to do the plants, but it's a little console, but it would be so cute in a bathroom because it's white with black. And if you put like all your makeup on it, because it has little rollers, you could have so many little brush holders and so many things that would be so cute and also so decorative for a bathroom. Love. But I think we should, um, we should do a final uh, off limits segment. What are yes. you watching? What are you doing with your life? Brand. Again, Brandy suggested it. Defending Jacob. What did I tell you? I cannot even with this show. How hot is Chris Evans in this show? I cannot even handle myself. He is so cute. Cute. And this show is so good. I just, I'm only going on to episode three. So I've only seen the first two episodes. It made, like, there was one scene that just honestly, I, I was so just scared of what was going to happen. Like my stomach was hurting. I was so nervous for them. Mm -hmm. It is so good. You guys have to watch it. Defending Jacob on Apple TV plus. Apple TV plus, which they actually have a lot of other good shows, but that one, I need you to get a few more episodes in before I can like divulge feelings, but Uh it's, it's such a great show. The acting is really great and they do a really good job. It's one of those things where like you, you root for people that you shouldn't technically morally be rooting for and vice versa. Like they do a really good job of turning your emotions on for or against people. I don't know. It's really cool. It's a great show. And who doesn't want to stare at Chris Evans for a full hour? He is so amazing in this too. Like the acting is just really good. The story is amazing. And I cannot wait. That's literally as soon as we're done, I'm getting on the couch and starting to watch it again. See episode three. But what else? Do you know what else Juliana and I watched while we were here? Please tell me everyone has seen Thelma and Louise. Forever ago. It is so good. And the soundtrack to that movie is so good. Can't believe you guys watched that this week. Yes. We decided we were going to watch a lot of movies like St. Omos Fire, About Last Night, Pretty in Pink, all the stuff that we loved. And so we started with that one. Nice. But it, I just the music and the soundtrack is just, I had forgotten how great it was. Okay. Well, I'm on season five of Lost. That's crazy. I can't believe that's such an old show. So old. It's so crazy though. It has just gotten so twisted and it's, it's crazy because so JJ Abrams is the creator of that and he's such a like sci-fi weirdo. I usually love his stuff, but it's crazy because I mean, I'm binging it. So maybe when you watched this on television, you know, one show a week, it wasn't as bad, but I find myself getting to places where I'm like, okay, this is getting so insane and so crazy that I'm ready to give up on it. And then boom, something will happen and I'm hooked again. It's happened like 18,000 times where I'm like, I'm giving up and giving up. Boom. I'm hooked. Can't, wow. Can't quit. Maybe I need to start this later. So good. And then, you know, what I'm reading is what's the girl, what's the other book from the girl that wrote jar parts? Oh, uh, little lies, secret lies. 
Little Secrets. Little Secrets. It's called Little Secrets. So I'm about three quarters of the way through Little Secrets. I, I, I think so far I'm, I liked Jar of Hearts better. What? I am not, I'm not finished with this one yet. And it is great. I do love it. But I just feel like Jar of Hearts was like a quicker pace. There were more like twists and turns and whoa, change the storyline. Like it was all over the place in a good way. This one's like a slower pace. Jar of Hearts, I just felt like the very, very last part was a little expected. I didn't. What? Expect it. I was, me and Wells both were like. At the very end. Yeah. I was, I was like, this is so expected. Yeah. But. But I do little like, lies. Is that what it's called? Little secrets. Little secrets. What ends up happening? I literally, it is so good. So anyway, that's what I'm reading. And then See, I, and I love the, tw- I like I, this one. I just, oh, I love this one. And then I bought Follow Me to read next. Loved Follow Me. But you know what's ironic about you just starting that book? I just started her other book called The Butcher. Oh, I just saw that. Is it good? Literally just read two chapters going to sleep last night, but I think it's going to be really good. Guys, I would love to keep chatting about nothing with Tizzle, who's high as a kite, but I got to go. Who's cutting me off? Hmm? Your own mother. (laughs) Yep. (laughs) This is so typical, Brandy, just leaving me in the dust. Okay. Well, don't forget, guys, we need questions for GMT in order to have the segment and be able to answer them. So again, hopefully you guys were down the phone number. Leave us a message. We would love to read your questions live on the podcast and, uh, and Tizzle will answer. And then also don't forget to subscribe to our podcast. That way you don't miss episodes. And we would love it if you guys would go and give us a five-star review. Let us know what you're loving about the show. If you have constructive criticism, we always welcome that too. But just make sure and give us five stars. Mm-hmm. And tell your friends about the podcast because that's the way we'll be able to keep doing this is if we can get it to grow and get it to be a thing and we really want to create um, a nice community for our stoners. You know, we just... We really do. And you know what? The other day I said, what if we don't ever have any people that live? <laughs> and she goes, then we'll quit. <laughs> but you know what? That would make me really sad because I really like doing it. Well, then, then the, the people, the stoners, they got to get the word out. Tell I you. guess if you hate it, you don't have to subscribe. But if you like it, subscribe. Maybe we'll have a family member on next week too. Ooh, next week's getting loaded. We might need following. <laughs> next week, I got my friend Terry, who is a freaking badass Kentucky State legislator representing my city, Ashland. Well, yeah, cut me some slack. When you said Terry, I assumed you meant Juliana. <laughs> oh, yeah. Not that Terry. That Terry. Not the Terry to my bud, Terry. Mm. not bud okay yes next week very exciting we're gonna have another episode where we do our but seriously segment which is really cool so yeah we will get a family member on soon for you guys so they can dish out some cider's family stories because we know y'all want that i'm trying to think who that's gonna be i gotta go watch olivia get um get crucified on television gotta go <laughs> okay love you love you love you bye This podcast has been brought to you by Podcast Nation.